Hello everybody, welcome back to Newton's Nuggets. It's that show where one of us is gorgeously pretty and the other one wears a hat. Wait, that's both you. No, no, I've got the hat, you pretty. Ah, well, you're pretty too. Oh, I love you. And that's the end of the show. We're just... <laughs> it isn't, because we've got someone awesome on today. Uh, actually, right, really proud of this one. Yes. So, uh, as you know, we're having a spate of returning certain guests because we, we found them fun and enlightening and interesting and helpful and stuff like that. And we got Alex Foden back. Now, the last time he was on the show, I believe, was February 2021. Okay. Yeah. And he was talking the talk about becoming Dr. Alex Foden. Yes. But I he mean, was there or thereabouts at the time. I know, but how stupid does that sound? That somebody that I know might become a doctor? Well, I think in the notes, we actually called him a doctor for a start. So, yeah. I think he was so much on the cusp that by the time the episode came out... It was just, pretty much a done deal. We just called it? him Dr. Foden. Yeah. yeah. So, so, step one. Well done, Alex. Seriously proud of you, dude. Um, step two, he had a lot of ideas in his head. Yes. Which I don't think I should go into too much right no, now. No, not until after the show. Should we just go to the interview? Yes. Ladies and gents, here's Dr. Alex Foden. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Right, this show I'm really excited about. As you guys probably know by now, we're calling back a few old guests. We are only calling back people that we had way too much fun with, we had great reactions to, and we had great feedback on. Now, this guy, I'm going to be wary here because he knows a bit too much about me, and we have been in some dodgy situations together. It is the awesome Dr. Alex Foden. Hello! Who are you, mate? <laughs> Hello! Oh, bud, it's good to see you. It has been way too long. It's good to see you too, and I I feel like I'm not going to live up to that introduction. <laughs> Far oh, too nice introduction. One day, right, I'm going to have a guest that I'll do a lovely introduction for, and they'll just go, that was me, and switch off their camera. <laughs> <laughs> not today. Let me say again. Not today. Right. Definitely the not only today. thing that you have told me to do today is that I'm not allowed to ask you to strip naked. Is, is that exactly. right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anything else? I'm an open book. <laughs> but actually, since the no. last, since the last Newton's Nuggets, I am now I've now signed the official secret tax over certain things that I can't talk about. Otherwise, I will send the police to my door. <laughs> oh, my that goodness. just makes me want to ask you everything that you could have signed that for. It's oh, honestly, honestly, it's sad, like you not knowing is so much more interesting than you actually knowing. <laughs> and it's but, um. Now, we will have to both be very careful here, okay? Because oh. I did have to sign something similar many years ago when I did. Can I, I, when I was a technician for a venue and therefore saw some things. Mm -hmm. Okay, that'll do. That's enough. Yeah. Um, it's amazing how in-depth those contracts go. Oh, that's so... Yeah. <laughs> wow. Who's, who's your girlfriend? Where's she from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, What's her yeah. family like? What's their past? I, I don't know. Absolutely out in two weeks. Yeah, uh, to yeah. be honest, like, yeah. like one of the things. Um, so this, I got, um, I got this, um, the, the job that I needed about four was um, two thousand twenty-one. So yeah, it's cool. about about two years ago now. And like Deanna, my girlfriend, was like, so so, is it possible that someone could like try and capture you or assassinate you for what you know? And I'm like, in theory. Yeah, in actuality, like I'm like down here on a list of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
honey, there's, there's this list that's probably got about 58,000 people on it. Yeah. And I'm in position 58,001. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I am so far down in the grunt work chain of things. But I, yeah. Yeah. And I, I do recall. Um, no, I don't think I can tell that story. I'll just be careful and not tell that <laughs> one because. That one can be off air sometimes. I, I um, can um, I can say things in a very vague manner, um, uh, and uh, as as long as it's Googleable in my head, it's relatively okay. And most of what I did was Googleable, so like, we're, yeah. yeah, yeah. There is the the rule along the lines of if it's already public knowledge, then yeah, you shouldn't get into too much trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, might no, I'm not going to do that. Nearly <laughs> went into the story that I'd said I wasn't going to do. Go on, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. No, no, because I know the bloke who edits this show and he'll put it out. <laughs> um, Right, so, Alex, to start yes. off the show, would you mind telling everyone who you are, what you do, and why they should listen to me and you chat for 20 minutes? Okay, so my name is Dr. Alex Foden. I have a master's degree in physics from the University of Lecture. I have a PhD in engineering from Imperial College London. Uh, my uh, prior job, actual proper job as some people call it to this was working at BAE systems designing radars and I currently design cameras for satellites uh so that's interesting smart bits of work um more related to this show I've been a magician in some capacity for the last 12 years now I think and being a working professional magician for the last I think eight or nine of them uh and some of the sort of skills that magicians have are very um they, they overlap a lot with the social engineering side of different bits and pieces to do with security also on a cyber security note both of the companies that i work for have like got links to defense and space so they have loads of security training so i've been through like the don't do the um tailgating stuff so many times and cover up your lanyards so yeah that's why you should listen to me that's who i am and uh Go listen to me on here before if you want to know a little bit more, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, what we'll do is I'll, Jesse will put a link to the last show as well so people can hear yeah. how it all started. And the fact is, mate, you are here for me and you to geek out for the next 20 minutes, yeah. half hour. I'm more than happy to geek out. Well, we, we both love magic. We both love entertaining. We both love cybersecurity. We both love messing with people's heads. And I'll be honest, mate, I love breaking into stuff. <laughs> It just amuses me, Alex. When people are going, oh, we're completely secure, you'll never do this. And there's me going, um, shall I authorise this invoice I've just set up for my company? You did what now? <laughs> I just I just broke in. Because while you lot were talking and saying how important you were, I, I did this bit and I'm in your accounts. Mm-hmm. And you literally just see me going, can't be doing that. Check the computer screen if you want. Oh, you did that. Yeah. So yeah, I, did. Yeah. I, I don't know how uh i don't know i i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna say like it's a little bit worrying because it's it's related to that so at the companies that i've worked for they occasionally send out um oh what's the word i'm looking for they fake phishing emails basically but uh emails that are designed to look like phishing emails that come to yeah. your work account and it's like oh you missed this call click here to get the recording for voicemail or uh oh here's that document that i said and it's just some random email address and if you hover over the link it's like i think one of them was literally um 
do not click this link. That's that's the kind of thing I'd use. Yeah, it's just so so funny. But I was I was talking to someone um, about the pass fail rate of those phishing emails. Twenty percent is the pass rate. So many people just click random links but get sent. Actually, another story on on that subject as well. I was talking to um, a firefighter not long ago. Um, my my girlfriend had a, a friend who was dating a firefighter, and I came over and we we're talking about what what we were interested in. I was like, oh, I'm interested in cybersecurity as well. And he was like, oh, cybersecurity, what's that? I'm like, well, it's how you keep information and data safe from people who who don't need to have that information. And he was like, well, how would you go about doing that? I was like, well, depends on the situation, but one of the things you could do, get a load of USB sticks, put some uh, ransomware on there, go and drop them out in front of a few fire stations, in front of a few hospitals, in front of a few thermal car parks. One of them's going to get picked up and plugged into a computer and it's infected with ransomware. And uh, this firefighter was like, bloody hell, if you did that outside any of the fire stations in Chelmsford, you would have access to the whole network within minutes. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. it's right. So we're gonna we're gonna hit a couple of points there. The the phishing yeah. emails. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite ones was we found out that this company was having issues with people having cigarette breaks. Um, and like the whole company was in uproar about it. The non-smokers hated it, the smokers wanted their rights, all the rest of it. Yeah. So we sent an email uh, and titled it uh, HR's new directive on cigarette smoking. <laughs> Mate, we had something like a 95% open rate. It's, why not? But people it, just, it don't just check. They don't check. No, like, no, I'm, no I'm they wanted lo- to look at that document. I'm quite lucky in that the companies that I've worked for, if if anything from not from not a at the AESystems.com or at teledyne.com email address comes through, it says this is an external email, be careful, yeah. right across the top of it. I mean, even if it's not an external email, you sort of need to be careful of it. But I, I always I always like in in my head there's a checklist. If I get an email, it's am I expecting this email? Yes or no. If I'm not expecting it, that's a big red flag immediately. The next is to look at the email address, because if it's just a, a string of random digits and then an atom and a Google mail address, the phishing spam. Then yeah. it's to like sort of hover over any links and see if they sort of match, look for spelling and grammar typos and issues and things like that. Look for all of that sort of information first and then decide whether or not I'm going to click any links. Um, and usually what I'll do so I'll go into if I'm still not certain, I'll go into Google and type in is this link safe? And it will take me to like a, a website where you can put the email address in and it will tell you if it's spam or not as well, which you know. Yeah. Well it's um, another easy one is if the email has come from somebody that you do trust, it's really easy to pick up a phone and call them. Yeah. You know, you just call them and go, Did you send me this? <clears throat> yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Awesome, I'll open it then. If they go, What are you on about? Why are you calling me? Uh, there's a problem, mate. I think you've been hacked. Yep. And it's, but it, it amazes me how many people start talking cybersecurity and they take the people side out of it. And it's like, look, if it's going to cost you less than the price of a second class stamp, do a check. Mm-hmm. Check it's real. It's it's fairly easy to. Um, your USB stick, has, okay, yep. which you have used. It's it's annoying. Okay. Now, what I would add to that 
is, you know, on most USB sticks, there's no space to put a sticker and you can save yeah. what's on it. Um, I then put on that sticker, I'll write something like the organization's name and wages of management. Because <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's it's got a good hit rate as well. Funnily enough, I can imagine. I wonder, I wonder why that is. <laughs> it's just, and it's, it's so a lot of the times I'll be doing this as a pen test or as a way of testing the company in some way. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that when they put that USB stick in and boot it up, it then freezes their computer and it'll it'll normally put some rude or silly message on there saying we've attacked you, we've got control of your computer. Because you then have to make them go, oh, no, we need to call IT kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it just it amazes me how many people try and backtrack on why they put the USB stick in. <laughs> that makes sense. I was um, yeah. not, not related to um, cybersecurity, but I suppose everything's related to cybersecurity if you want it to be. Um, I um, discovered a book by uh, Rory Sutherland, um, who's uh, really high up in um, Ogilvy, an advertising agency, and he's got some really interesting insights into psychology. And he says that like the opposite of a good idea can always be a good idea. And he talked a lot about the sort of human psychology side of things and like how just um, uh, and how people try and justify things. So. Uh, essentially what people do is they make a decision based on emotions and then try and backtrack and justify it later. And that's how a lot of advertising works. And he talked a lot about it in his book. So like, that's really interesting as well. Like the fact that advertising and cybersecurity have things in common as well. Like, I was thinking that's pretty magic as well. Like it's just, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. And, really cool. And, and, and this is a lovely segue because you think about it, mate, as magicians, we are constantly trying to make people look at the left hand while we're doing something with the right hand that we don't want them to notice. So me and you have almost, uh, uh, how would you put it? It's a skill that we've both taught ourselves yep. because we've been doing this for years. You know, so, one, one of my moves in magic is a top change. Yeah. Oh, you still. It's sorry, but my computer's going a bit weird. Okay, I can still hear you we, fine. Carry on, mate. Okay, but we can edit this bit out. But yeah, so one of my favourite moves in Magic is a top change, um, yeah. and as you know, the, the whole point of doing the top change is to do do the move while people aren't looking at your hands. My my favourite controller is a pass, and and this is I know going into Magic jargon now, and I'm trying to keep it in Magic jargon so that. I don't risk exposure and being kicked out of Magic Circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but like, um, I do liquid metal, which, as you know, requires a lot of misdirection. You know, look at the big shiny thing over here while I do this with my other hand. And like, that, that's some of my favorite bits about Magic. Absolute favorite bits about Magic. And another thing that I like about Magic is doing something that you're saying but you're not doing at the same time as doing it, which I just think is hilarious. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not... You all know that I would use a normal deck of cards, right? And everyone goes, yeah. And <laughs> you've got the Queen of Hearts. That's, that's on every single card. What? What? Why would you listen to me? Um. Oh, I think we've just lost your video. There we go. Oh, he's back. Right. Guys, right, if we lose his tech, don't worry. We will try and keep this going. So, Magic Cybersecurity, they are linked. Yep. Um, I do want to say congratulations to you on becoming Dr. Foden. I mean, oh, thank you very much. Dude, I mean, the fact that anyone that I know who happily associates with me has become a doctor, that's impressive. <laughs> not a medical doctor, I will point out. If you're going to have a heart attack, do not call me. <laughs> no, nope, I'm writing... sorry, we're done. You need, no, if, you need help, if we are ever out somewhere and somebody that. says, is there a doctor in the room? I am pointing you out and I'm kicking you <laughs> up at the front. <laughs> I cannot oh, help him start his heart. I look scored. Get him. We do it. That's what's going to happen. Um, and also, you you mentioned about books that you've you've heard of. I don't know, I don't know if anyone's ever said to you about I my name is inside that as one of the donors. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm you part of the reason. Reason, I'm part of the reason that book exists. I've got one on my shelf just over there. <laughs> Mate, I still find that weird. I still find that weird. These days, if I'm asked to go on stage and they start doing a description of what I've done, sometimes I've caught myself sitting there going, This guy sounds good. And then somebody <laughs> goes, I've gone on stage now. Me. <laughs> so what's yeah. what's next for Alex? Where are you going next? What are you going to do next? Because you, you right, and this is kind of an aimed question because you've told me about about what you want to do. Yeah, hey, I've got to be honest. I'm kind of excited about this because oh, the whole science you. and math world hasn't had a really good kick up the backside for a while. So, uh, so Alex, Tom, Tom tell Scott me what you're going to do in the next twelve months. <laughs> So, sort of short-term plans over the next 12, 24 months, if it takes that long. Uh, my my aim is to try and <laughs> shake you, shake your head at me. Uh, my aim is to try and build up a bit of a presence on TikTok and YouTube, uh, initially anyway, uh, as a sort of science outreach thing. So I've been watching a lot of science TikTokers and... Uh, and and YouTubers, and none of them really fill the niche that I think I could fill in that I've got some engineering experience, also some science experience, uh, and there's a lot of really good people doing biology at the moment. But aside from really Steve Mould and sort of Festival of the Spoken Nerds, there's not really any good science and maths ones out there. I mean, you could go for maybe Numberphile, but I've not actually seen them been put anything out in a, in a while they've not come across my feed so like i i feel like there's a niche for people who are interested and excited about science and um honestly i get just as excited about science and and maths as i do about uh, magic um so my plan is to try and start uploading tiktoks on a, on a more regular basis try and start a youtube channel and start doing slightly longer form content and the difficulty is I've got all the ideas. The difficulty is actually doing it because I come home from from doing a nine to five job and I'm sort of just want to sit down and 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 yeah, sort of yeah. flop a little bit. So like it it's going to take a short while to just get into the swing of doing it. But then 
my plan is to do science outreach videos, to do um, short form and long form on YouTube, and then hopefully use that to try and boost my way into something like keynote speaking or uh, even write educational books uh, like what is science and and like go into different levels of complexity with different ideas in science and whatnot. Um, so that's sort of what my plan is and that's sort of where I think I want to go. Um, YouTubers, Forrest Valkai is, is a particular YouTuber that I, I really like and he does lots of biology stuff and he I think his sort of style of just upbeat, cheerful, here's some science that I absolutely love, um, I think would work really well for me. So I guess I'm going to go down that sort of here's some science, enjoy it type mode of uh, thing. So yeah, um, yeah, that's that's sort of where I'm I'm at at the moment. So I've I've got ideas for right. Like, so but, where are you at the moment? Okay, with your TikTok account and with your YouTube account, for example, do you have the account set up? So YouTube currently not set up. TikTok, I've got um a number of videos out, but they've been posted sort of sporadically, so I've not really gained any traction with them. Uh, so YouTube is at Doctor Foden, um. Ooh, and it's yeah got a nice sort of uh logo my friend designed there for me if nice. you if you want to look for it um and i've done a few videos of just sort of random bits and pieces with some magic videos on there when i was still trying to work out what i wanted to do with the channel there's some there's about half a series of me explaining my phd which is going to be finished um there's a video of me playing guitar um so I have guitars which I can play and have picked up. Um, I'm not going to set the world on fire, but I'm proud of what I've done with it. So that's gone on there. Um, there's yeah, but oh, the, my favourite series, the series that seems to do uh, the, the the most well is I went to an antique shop and I found an old lighter, and I've got a series on there of me restoring this little lighter as well. So like that's pretty cute. Um, so TikTok right. is. It's sort of rolling a little bit, but I need I need to get it to roll a bit more to gather some moss. Um, and YouTube Alex, is not Alex, started, but will be. Just, just stop for a second, okay? Yes. Um, I'm going to give you a warning, mm -hmm. right? Um, and me and you have been in these situations before when I've warned you that I'm going to do something. And most people then go, Paul won't do that. Paul will do that. No, okay? Paul will definitely do that. The warning is... You've got around about four weeks until this show goes public and live. Right. So when this show goes public and live, it will go out to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Those people probably right now are listening to this and going, we want to go and look at his YouTube and at his TikToks. Yes. So Alex, you've got four weeks, mate. <laughs> Non-negotiable deadlines. I just, I just heard Jesse laughing from the other side of the studio. Okay, because I know what Jesse's like. I would lay a bet that even while we're recording, he's already got the links for them. Yep, Jesse just nodded at me. So, Alex, you've got four weeks to put some content on there that my kind of followers would love. Okay. Now, I, I hate to do this to you, and we both know that's a lie. I'm enjoying this. Right? <laughs> yes, you are. Because you've done this before. Me and you have talked about things before, and you've taken ages over them. 
I know what your skill is like and I know what your talent's like. And you could make science and math so interesting mm-hmm. for people who are ready to not care about it. Okay. And if you can hit some of those teenagers, some of those kids, some of those 20 somethings who are thinking, eh, I kind of like science, but I'm not sure. You know what? You can put some things out there and go, look at it this way. Here's the thing. I've got loads of ideas for things that I want to talk about, science and maths related. Here's an idea. Give me five things that you would like to see videos on science and maths related. Number one, it's got to be how to blow stuff up. Actually, probably don't do it exactly that way because you'll get into trouble with some organisations that you've probably signed would, would okay with that would how to do, how how to build a nuclear bomb would that satisfy your how to blow stuff up thing yes it would you might right, get cool. video um, oh, number building two a nuclear bomb is easy well right the, the the theory behind a nuclear bomb is easy the actual practice of getting it to work is quite difficult but like yeah nuclear bombs are easy ish all right this is one that's going to interest me a lot because Jesse just helped me with this. And I've got, as you know, I've got someone in my family who's doing GCSE stuff. How to make maths interesting. And oh my word, when I start talking about Pythagoras, when are we going to use it? Building sites. To be honest, you're never going to use Pythagoras. You you need to know Pythagoras to pass a GCSE or if you're going to be a scientist or an engineer. No, no, that is wrong, Alex. Okay, I'm going to tell you when you have to use Pythagoras. It's when your daughter goes, Dad, do you understand this? <laughs> and do you know what I then had to do? I had to Google loads of stuff to remind myself what Pythagoras even was and how, right, to anyone that's listening to this and going, what is the Pythagoras rule? We'll link to a description of it. But it's- seriously, bud, there was no one recent... And I'm saying that carefully because there were some really boring videos, right? There was no one decent explaining Pythagoras. And what was the other part, Jesse? Cine? The sign rule. The sign rule. Oh, trigonometry. Why? Ah. So interesting, interesting side topic on the sign rule. Um, my girlfriend's cousin um has recently turned 18 but a few years ago they were doing um their gcses and their their gcses were taught through the pandemic and because they had migraines and whatnot they decided that looking at the computer screen was a bit difficult and they missed the bit where they were taught trigonometry so they said to me alex can you come over and teach me trigonometry and i went yes not a problem I went over them three hours later. They said that, that that's all of GCC trigonometry, three hours. And they said that I was the best math teacher they've ever had. And they actually understood it. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. buddy, if you title that help parents with GCSE or help you get through GCSE maths, my word. You know what? I'm going to take my 1970s style laptop and yeah. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to the camera has just turned off on it as well. Oh, right. Is that right? What did you do, Alex? Don't know. You're supposed to be some sort of computer genius. Oh, it's happened. Alex, why did you move? Zoom hates me. There we go. Is that better? No, I've still just got black screen. 
you give me... Oh, right. That's why. There we go. Hey, you are I'd proper turning into a teacher. You're good at the subject. <laughs> the technology around you falls apart. Right. I'm going to take my 1970s style laptop, which is, of course, just a notebook. <laughs> I'm going to write down these topics. I'm going to I'm going to make sure that in four weeks' time, at least on TikTok, there will be videos on these subjects. So, hold on. Why box. Why have you just put the proviso at least on TikTok? I think we need something on science and something on maths on TikTok and YouTube. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yes, Dad. Ladies and gents, we have literally just started a business on the show. That's awesome. Right, so right. nuclear bombs, Alex. high pack and trick. Right, what's next? We've well, we've done the half an hour, mate. Oh no. No, right? So what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna say that I've given you two ideas. I have a funny feeling that Jesse might send you some ideas as well. I've got um, I've got because... I've got a load of ideas anyway. I just wanted to know sort of what things you would you would find interesting to watch. Um but that actually ooh, helps. Ooh, ooh. You know right, the videos where you see the foam exploding and taking over a garden, something like that. I think at some point you need to get me in as a guest and me and you need to do that. Because <laughs> that will reach a whole audience that we've never thought of before. Elephant toothpaste. With, oh. I love that he's just rambled words and written stuff down, and he already knows what what recipe he's using or whatever he's. That was, uh, it's called elephant toothpaste. It's like quite. It, it's a fairly common thing, but a lot of science demonstrators do. Um, one of the things that I was Sorry, thinking it's called of, elephant paste. Elephant toothpaste. Okay, <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> no, no idea why. Um, Amazing. Scientists have right, been good at naming things. Like there's the stop, um, there's... stop. Alex, I've done the half hour. I've already told you, right? I need to end the show. So now okay. what I need to do, Alex, is I need to say to you, since the last time you were on Nuggets, yes, and to where you are now, okay, mm -hmm. what is the one nugget of information that Dr. Alex Fogan wants to give to the world? Don't worry about not having an end goal or knowing where you're going. Thank God I'm okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, so like, I, I will explain a little bit about that nugget. So last time I think it was be nice to people, which I still stand by. Um, but this time, yeah. so finishing my, my PhD, I thought I knew what I wanted to do and then turns out that's not what I wanted to do. And then I've, I've gone from job to job, not really having any sort of goal and just sort of, you know, flops about. And, and it's been, I've not, you know, I've not died. It's not been the end of the world. And out of that, I've learned what it is that I do want to do. Um, and my point sort of with, don't worry about not having a goal, not having a destination is partly it's all about the journey, but also partly if if something that you like comes up, if you're sort of dead set on I want to do this sort of thing, you might miss the shiny thing in periphery that you want to do instead. Uh, and it just happens that like science communication is something that I never thought I'd want to do. And just through like the advent of TikTok and, and YouTube and me being bored, I've come across various science creators and they've gone, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's sort of my nugget, I guess. 
Mate, I love it. I love it. We are in a world where we are so goal orientated that sometimes you're allowed to go, you know what? I'm going to do this because I want to. Yeah. Nice one, mate. Right, ladies and gents, we are now going to go to the bit where me and Jesse talk about Boxer Alex Fogan behind his back. Yeah, he's not going to know what we say until he sees the show. That's if he watches or listens to it. Of course I will. Awesome. Alex, say goodbye to everyone. Goodbye, everyone. There you go. What do you think of that? Right. We love Alex a bit, don't we? Oh, we do. And what I really love, I said this, if you heard the end of last week's show, we yeah. said about the madness that was coming up with... Yeah. Alex's show, and but also the the thing I love about it is if you're lucky, and I mean this, yeah. if you're lucky to be a friend of Paulie's Uh-oh. or a customer of Paulie's, Uh-oh. and have a one to one meeting where mm. Paulie is there to discuss what you're about and what you're going to be doing and where he kicks you up the backside, that is exactly what it's like. I'm sorry, Alex. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That but wasn't Paul, the plan. Paul did it. On a Newton's Nuggets episode, it kind of came out of nowhere. Between the two of them... I got annoyed. Between the two of them, there's so much love and also so much energy. And it was... Honestly, I was wetting myself laughing during it and thinking, I don't know if we can use this, but we'll go with it. Do you know what? This was one of the first times that you you and I were in the same studio. Yes. uh, Which happens for a lot of records now. Yeah. And it's one of the first times that I had to purposely ignore you. (laughs) (laughs) Because each time I I went a bit too far, but I think I was justified in the moment, I heard you kind of going, (laughs) oh. And I'm like, no, no, I'm ignoring that. This is a very different Newton's Nuggets this week. But, but that, that, it was great. that side of me doesn't come out very often. No, and but the, and the reason part of the reason is because we know Alex is amazing mm-hmm. um, at many things. That boy has so much talent and skill in his tiny little finger. Yeah. That oh my word, he should be making this more public. Yeah. Right. And we know he can do the entertainment side. Yeah. Because of the magical background, which I've is, done is gigs that with how him. you know he each can, other? Yeah, yeah. So we we first met properly because of Craig Petty, another magician yeah. that I've loads of respect for. Um, he put us two on the same stage show together. Wow, which was a silly move. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know it at the time, did he? No, he didn't. And it was quite fun because the other there was like five or six other magicians in there. Yeah, um, get on with all of them. Yeah, there's a brilliant team there over at Slightly Unusual, which Craig Petty owns. Um, but it was quite funny because a couple of them had heard of me. Right. None of them had seen me perform. Right. And I think the reactions when I walked off stage was along the lines of, oh, F. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I enjoyed doing that show. Yeah, cool. That was, that was fun. Um, and yeah, me and Alex became mates. Now, because of having an agent that's the same, we've done a couple of gigs together as well. Yeah. And and seriously, that boy can hold an audience. Yeah. And and I think um, that's right. why as soon as he mentioned doing his passion and what he wanted to do with the content creation side of things, yeah. I was just like, yes, yes, that would be fantastic, especially with the science and because there's such a need for that. Like, I think there's so many, you know, the government continuously goes on about how those really important subjects yeah. are not being covered. Well, that's because there's a lot of stigma behind a lot of those. Yeah. Um, 
but they're actually fascinating subjects like from his point of view just physics but science in general and engineering and all of those sorts of things well, I can remember even back when I was at school yes you know 200 years ago whatever it was yeah but if you got too interested in maths and science you were labelled the geek the brainiac the all of these things teachers bet yeah. Because you were showing an interest in something not academic, that's not the right word. You were showing an interest in something school. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's got, if they are the inverted commas, and I, I'm saying that on, on purpose for the podcast because mm. people might not know me. Yeah. But in inverted commas, they're the nerdy subjects. Yeah. Um, but. Um, kids, kids, just so you know, right, if you're listening to this, if you understand science, that's how you learn how to blow things up. I mean, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> there was there was a thing that I'm not going to name on purpose, but there was a thing when I was um, a schoolboy doing physics and chemistry and things. Yeah, in the early days of the internet, and it basically was a bit of a rogues publication. Yeah, that's how I'm going to put it. And it basically was great for somebody scientifically minded because it taught you how to do all of these things that maybe you shouldn't do. If Paulie had had it, he would have got in a lot of trouble with it. Yeah, I know some people who were luckily lived in the middle of countryside and also it helped that they had a fair bit of money, so land. Yeah. So they weren't near anything to hurt anybody. But Is that they... just because then the police aren't allowed to get close to them? Well, it's more because they weren't damaging anybody's property or anything. Gotcha, gotcha. But they, they got yeah, all, okay. up to all sorts of mischief with this this thing that used to go around. And I don't know if it still exists. But yeah, it was just... Yeah. It was... Back then, it was very clear. And I knew a few people who knew what that was and understood what it was all about. Right. But it it showed the... Fu- the with it, without it being a little bit of a bad idea, yeah. honestly. Yeah. It showed the fun side of science now since then we have content creators who because they're on the internet on social media platforms and things like that they have to be a bit more um responsible sorry what's that responsibility Um... you know you know how you don't swear because you don't like it oh yeah, Yeah, yeah 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 that sort of thing that's responsible yeah what the hell? So, <laughs> so now when people make things explode, inverted commas and stuff like that, it tends to be with foam and. I'm going to do stuff. the Mentos and Coke thing, Jesse. Yeah. Can we do that on camera? Not today. Oh. <laughs> but we can soon. At some point, we will consider it. Is there some point now? No. Oh. Not today. <laughs> Why two things I, here. Why do I feel like you're, I'm your parent? <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole weird science right there. Anyway, two things here. Number one, we need to check if that publication's still going because, you know, content, that would be amazing. Well, it wasn't really... A publication's a strong word for what that, it was. That'll do. Yeah. That's okay for now. Um, number two... Hold on, there was a number two and I've forgotten it. Number two. Yes. Dr. Alex Foden. Yes. I know this is true because we've checked. Yes. He's on TikTok. Yes. As Dr. Foley. Well, this is where I was going with this, is that the way to really encourage people these days, because they've had all the TV programmes, yeah. which are great, and they, they're they a starting point, but I think pe- the way young people really consume content these days, and that can be, in, by young people, I mean, it can be any age, but, yeah. but 
a lot of young people see social media things like TikTok. And so Dr. Foden being actually genuinely entertaining and funny as an individual. And I've only watched a few of them. Yes. But he comes across brilliantly. Yeah, so that's D-R-F-O-D-E-N. And if you go on to his channel and you make any comments, um, I'll come up with something for you. Could you do like hashtag I saw your nuggets? Because that will really help him know where you heard about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will really help with all the children watching his. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. I see no issues with this. <laughs> you could have gone with oh, mutants. He's going to be sending me messages, calling me rude things. Probably. I hope so. Yeah. Um, but I'm really proud of him because the that's what I love about this. So there's been a few weeks in between the record yeah. of us interviewing Alex. Um, he's done the, the doctor, and he's gone and done things, and he's done a really good job actually. Yeah, yeah, he's done a really good job. What is it? He's, he's over 500 followers. Yeah. Um, one of the videos I looked at has got over 300 comments on it. Jeez. And what? And one of the videos that had less comments, but had like five Loads and a half thousand views and, yeah. and stuff like that. Like, and that was great. I was really entertained by some of it. And I know I'm Kiki, so I love it anyway. But it's actually genuinely interesting and funny. It's I'm going to not... get this one slightly wrong, but there was one titled something like "Why Scientists Shouldn't Name Things." Yes, that why, was the one. That was, was hilarious. Yeah. Why physicists? Why shouldn't physicists name shouldn't things. name things? And and I was just watching that, giggling away. Yeah. And he's right, they shouldn't. Yeah, but he's genuinely <laughs> funny in it as well, whilst yeah. whilst teaching you. Um, um, and, you know, I forget the exact phrase, but after Sherlock Holmes, the BBC TV series, yeah. you know, geeky is the new sexy or whatever it is. There you mate, go. It is. It is. Um, seriously, Alex, keep doing what you're doing, mate. I've absolutely loved it. Love yeah. watching your TikToks. You may have noticed that you've just gained two new followers. Three or four. Between the two of us, I have got a few accounts. Yeah. Anyway, um, we are <laughs> we promote it. We're really proud of you as well for just going and doing it. So well done, love buddy. that. Um, right, his nugget at the end was something along the lines of "Don't worry about not having an end goal." Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, um, the stuff that I'm doing now was never an end goal ten years ago. No, five years ago. And the reality is, is that he doesn't really know. He started on this content creation journey. He doesn't know where it's going to end up. No. Nope. Um, we started this podcast just because of lockdown and we're still here. 200 and... What's this? 202? 200, 204? 200. It's over 200. Two, over 200 episodes later. Over 200 episodes later. Yeah. What the hell? Just weird. Right. Anything else we need to talk about? Um, just reminder to everybody that we have a Patreon. So go... If you want some merch or you just want to help us out, then you can help us out from as little as five quid a month. Yep. And there's no tie-in, so you can stop that at any point you want. That's something I do like about our Patreon. You yeah, come and go whenever, however you please. We try and put content in there when we can. We try and mess about in there when we can. And once we've got the studio more sorted, yeah, I have a funny feeling there's going to be lives going in there as well. Yeah, because I do like interacting on a live. Yeah. So fingers crossed, we'll get that sorted for you very soon. So the Patreon is open. If you go into the Patreon, you can pick whatever level of interest you have or whatever level of help you want to give us. We appreciate all of it. Seriously, you have no idea how much it helps us. Yeah, and, and also we're trying to put extra content in there and things like that. So when we're recording things like this, we'll put some behind the scenes in there. We're putting funny videos, stuff we'd never put out as part of actual nuggets, but... We're not doing those bloopers of me, though, right? What? 
The, you didn't keep any of the bloopers. What? Yeah. No? What? Oh. Okay. Ladies and gents, I'm going to go and get told off uh, poorly now. So They um... all know there's no bloopers. I am always professional. <laughs> For a start, oh, I can taste you put the milk in this tea first. Taste awesome. Shut up. So, are we good? Are we done? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Did you not like that one? No. Purposely made it extra sugary for you. Thanks. I didn't. It's just normal. Right, ladies and gents, we're going to go. And I think next week we've got James Brown coming back, haven't we? Yes, we do. Yeah. I love James Brown. Oh, I didn't kick his backside. But he knows where I live. Mm-hmm.